Welcome to The Marketing Hive, a podcast for helping you to navigate the world of digital marketing. We are your hosts, Kate Smoothie and Amy Cook, and today we are going to be talking all about Google Ads. Now, I am going to quiz Amy on Google Ads because she is our Google Ads expert, um, and I have lots of things that I want to hear from her and learn about Google Ads, and I'm sure you guys will have a lot of the same questions as me. So, Amy, are you ready for the quiz? Yes. <laughs> you don't sound ready. <laughs> you don't sound ready. You're like... Yes, oh God. Yes. yes. I feel like I'm in like a pub quiz where I've got to get all the answers right. <laughs> I promise you don't, except that I might send you the bill if I if I do what you say and it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so um I have lots of questions really about Google Ads, to be honest. Yeah. So I don't run Google Ads for myself currently. So let's start off with what I think is probably a, a question that a lot of people have is yeah. what sort of things should I be promoting on Google Ads? In terms of obviously it's your business as such in terms of services. Yes, yes. So yeah, to frame it, I'm a service-based business. Obviously Amy knows this, but for the sake of the podcast, yeah. I'm a service-based business. Um, I sell web design and SEO services and I also have the SEO Hive SEO course. So I do technically have a product as such but I'm also mostly a service-based business so what would you recommend that I promote on Google Ads? So there's obviously like anything a lot of factors um Google Ads is very much a bit like SEO in terms of lots of things and elements can fall into it to make it worthwhile I guess um so Google Ads is basically I'll start with kind of like what Google Ads is so it's obviously advertising your business that you're paying for and it's done on a cost per click so you don't get charged until someone clicks your ad so you could be creating lots of brand awareness by having your ads out there but if people aren't clicking them then you're not going to get charged for example so you have impressions and clicks impressions are just people who've seen your ad but they've not clicked and then you've got clicks which is then the thing you pay for um now, when it comes to what you should promote, you can promote, I guess, all your services, um, but it would be based down to kind of like if people are searching for that, because obviously that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get to number one of Google by paying to be there via, you know, showing up for someone's search, for example. So if, for example, you do SEO courses and that is a really popular keyword, then you can then start creating ads based off of that. Um, it could be that you're in something really specialist, like this is a client that I've had in the past for like lab equipment or something like that. It's really, really specific. So I guess you might not necessarily have the keywords out there for that. So it's thinking about how you could possibly target people who would be searching for that in with different keywords, for example. So in short, you can kind of promote everything about your business, but I guess it's based down to if those keywords are there to be able to promote your business. Um, going on to, I guess, keywords, um, it's that factor of Google will only show your ads, I guess, depending on the search volume. So for example, if search volumes are lower than 100 searches, Google kind of say that this keyword's got too low of a search volume that it will never show up on Google. So again, it's about having a variety of keywords that have different amounts of search volumes to be able to get then your ads out there. 
That's interesting because um, so for anyone that's listened to our keyword research episode or um, has had any kind of education from Amy and I on keywords to SEO before, we tend to say, obviously, you target those lower search yeah. keywords because you, you've got more chance of ranking. But what you're saying is with ads, it's different because Google are basically saying people aren't really searching for that. So there's no point having an ad for it. Is that right? Yeah, basically that. Exactly that. Um, there is obviously factors in terms of keywords. So like I'll just go through those to then break it down further. Um, but a bit like SEO, you have different types of keywords um, that you can target. So basically what you do is let's take your SEO course, for example, the SEO Hive. You want to, you've obviously launched that. You want to now start promoting this. So you would start to do keyword research on SEO courses, um, SEO training courses online, keywords like that. Obviously, once you start doing your search for keywords, you start to get the search volumes for them. So the keyword... SEO and that's on, sorry, just to interrupt you, that's on Google Keyword Planner, isn't it? Because when yeah. you're using it with the budget attached, I think you get you get more... Don't you get more metrics with Google Keyword Planner once yeah, you're so actually doing an ad campaign? That's it. So the best tool to use for choosing keywords um, when it comes to Google Ads is using their Google Keyword Planner because then it gives you the keyword, the search volume for that keyword, and then the kind of cost that it could, like the cost it would be. So it will say like top of the page cost and then like an average cost. So you know that if you want to use that keyword, it might cost you four pound a click, for example. Um, so then you can decide, you know, which keywords are kind of, I guess, within your budget to then start getting your kind of ads and business shown on Google. Um, so yeah, Google Key Keyword Planner is the one to use. Um, so you would obviously start to put in your keywords, like for example, SEO courses, um, which that search volume for that keyword might have like, I don't know, a thousand searches. Whereas the keyword SEO marketing courses might have 300 searches. So you can use both in Google Ads, um, but there's different for ways- For the same ad. Is that, and that's yeah. the same ad, yeah. Yeah, for the same ad, um, but basically it depends how you utilize those keywords. So when it comes to keywords for Google Ads, you have three different categories in terms of what they call broad match, phrase match, and exact match. So what that means is if you, like basically it's about pitting, broad match is literally just pitting the keyword into your ad and then it automatically makes it broad match. What that means is that when it's broad match, if it's someone typed in SEO courses, dogs, it would come up uh, like your, you could potentially be paying for clicks. If someone just typed in courses, your ad could potentially come up, which means you right. can waste clicks because it's about broadening that keyword. So anything to do with the word SEO or anything to do with the word courses means that you're ad could potentially come up. So broad match is very risky unless you've got a massive budget because it's so vast. Or it's really good if you're in a really, really niche industry that you might need to, you know, expand how often your ad comes up, for example. Um, you then have what they call phrase match. So phrase match could be um, almost pretty much basically what your keyword is. So it could be like SEO courses in London or 
SEO courses near me. So it's a bit more specific, I guess, to the person search, but it's got to have kind of like that whole keyword within their search as such. To, and basically when you add it to your ads, you kind of hit um, exclamation marks before and after. And then what that tells Google is it's a phrase match keyword. Um, okay. You then have exact match, which is with brackets each side. And that is exactly that keyword. So your ad will only show up if someone types in the keyword SEO courses. It won't show up for SEO courses London, SEO courses near me, for example. It will only show up for that exact keyword. Um, and the reason why you have the three different types of keywords is really down to budget and I guess allowing your ads to become more specific. So obviously, if you're using broad match, you've got the potential to show up for millions of things, which means you have the potential to waste a million people clicking on something that might not relate. Um, my recommendations are always to run an ad group on phrase and an ad group on exact. So then you can kind of trigger both. Um, exact is obviously always cheaper to run because you're only paying for a specific exact word. Whereas obviously phrase can be a little bit more expensive because you're slightly extending the barrier to that. So they're the main three types of keywords, but I guess what the key point is, is understanding what your budget is to know then which ones are best to target. Um, that was going to be my next question. So I find this really hard to figure out, I guess, is what, and so actually the hard, the, the thing is, like, I suppose some of it depends on what it is that you're promoting. So if you're promoting something that costs a thousand pound, then how do you work that out? How do you figure out what's the appropriate amount of budget to apply to something because I'm assuming when you have clients you do google ads for you must get some who are like my max budget is this but you must have some that are like if we get the return on the investment then it doesn't matter so how do you figure that out yeah so I guess mine is very much experience but one thing that google which I guess is a good, is a good place to look if you are struggling to figure out what the budget could be is using Google's Keyword Planner. So what you can do in Google Keyword Planner is basically do your keyword research in terms of like finding the keywords you want to rank for. And then you can tick that, like tick the keywords you want. And then at the top, you'll have like, it's something like plan or forecast plan. So what that does is it pits the keywords you've selected into a plan, which will then say to you, based on these keywords, it's going to cost you £600 a month to get um, a thousand clicks a month, which is a click-free rate of X percent, which is potentially 10 conversions. So I guess from that forecast, you can then estimate to yourself, you know, Google is saying, if I want to use these 10 keywords, it's going to cost me 500 quid, but that 500 quid could make me 10,000 pounds in sales. So actually the return on ad spend would be worthwhile. Obviously that's always a guide from Google, but that's my kind of thing where I would start. If I was to give a proposal to someone, I would use Google's keyword planner, select a couple of keywords that I think are related to their business, and then give them the forecast to say, Google recommends 500 pounds for this service. Obviously, if you're only promoting one service, then that's going to be that. 
to then think to yourself if I'm promoting two services which are very um, popular then again it might be double that it really again it I guess it also depends on your industry a bit like SEO we're in a saturated market so yeah. for us to do google ads is going to be much more expensive than someone who sells i don't know um dog grooming kits <laughs> yeah, yeah. Specific. um so you've got to, i guess take that into consideration in terms of thinking like what is it i want to sell and i always say to like clients start off small because you can always grow you're better off not getting disheartened that you're spending all this money on ads and getting nothing, then just going and doing all your products possible, your services possible, and then not getting the return on investment. So if I was to say what my strategy would be, I would say um, out of all your services, what's your top priority service? I would then say, okay, let's look to promote that service. So that's where you have that as your campaign level. And then inside that, you have your ad group. So say you said, okay, I want to promote SEO. You might then have inside that your ad groups, which could be SEO courses as an ad group, SEO done for you services as an ad group, um, SEO one-off services, for example. And then inside those ad groups are basically your keywords and then your ads that then push the information out to Google. So, you know, you'd have your SEO done for you ad group with then your keywords like SEO monthly support, SEO done for you support, right. for example. And then you would basically from that create your ad copy to be specific around that keyword. Um, so, you know, you would make sure then all your kind of like headlines and descriptions are things like get your SEO done for you today, um, helping you with your SEO, um, SEO, helping you on ranking on Google and stuff like that. So that was going to be my next question actually was in terms of like structuring the ads. I am assuming it is very, very similar to what we say about like meta titles and descriptions anyway, where basically the goal is to encourage them to click. Yeah. So it's like not enough to just have that. So one thing that actually I meant to say earlier on in the episode was when we're talking about showing up at the top of Google. So obviously when we talk about SEO and showing up at the top of Google, we are talking about showing up below the ads. So you're never going to show up above the ads. That's why they're there. That's why they're paid for. Um, so I guess with, with this, you're because you're showing up right at the top as an ad, you have that benefit already of being right there below the search bar, but then also obviously there is the possibility that I guess if you don't grab them, if they don't think that's actually what they need, they're going to keep scrolling down to the results below anyway, right? Exactly, exactly. So it is about making a bit like when you do SEO, you make everything about that page relatable to the keyword. It's the same with Google ads and also the page you send the people to has to relate as well because it always a ranking factor. Um, Google gives you like a quality score. So that's, you know, looking at the keywords you've used, if your ad copy is even relevant to that keyword and then the landing page you're sending them to, if that's relevant. So for example, if you're using the keyword SEO courses, your ad copy then needs to be around SEO courses. You can't then start saying 
get websites designed for free with me, for example, because it's not relatable to the keyword. Not every single headline. So you actually have 15 headlines um, in Google Ads. So you have loads to you know, create, but not so not every headline has to have the word SEO in it, for example. But it's like you say, it's making sure someone reads that and it relates to them and it makes them want to click through. So it could be like cut back your time by having me help you, for example, or outsource yeah. your SEO today. So it's, you know, relating to the target audience in terms of how is it going to help them, as well as obviously having the keywords within the content also. Um, and then again, obviously, the landing page you send them to also needs to talk about that topic as well. So to get the best results, I guess, you could send them to the homepage of your website if you wanted to, but really you would get better results if you sent them to a landing page that talked all about SEO and that service that you're offering rather than your homepage, for example. Um, okay. So everything has to rank and, you know, is a factor to what your keyword is. Okay. Um, that all, I think that all makes sense. I suppose the, the only other thing I would really want to know about Google Ads is how so I know it sounds stupid because you know it's working if you're getting sales and you can you know you're suddenly you're running google ads and you're spending this money and you're making more sales but what kind of data do you need to look at to know if an ad is truly working because I mean I guess it must be like there's successful ads and then there's mega successful ads so how do you know when to go back and review it and make changes versus when something's working really well and you should keep it up yeah so just to talk on that topic quickly, um, so to set Google Ads up, it's really easy. You can't generally get it wrong because it does actually guide you through it. So the second you've kind of like created a Google Ads account, um, you can literally click create new campaign and then it will guide you through the whole process of creating your campaign, setting your budget to then choosing your keywords to then creating your ad group to then creating your ads to then publishing it so that side of things is really easy and then obviously once you've done all of that your ads live and it's ready to go um, but there is obviously things you can do to boost um, your adverts I guess or make sure that they get the best out of them so you have kind of like optimizations to do for example so one thing you have <laughs> is that your phone I can't find it on my... Um, is it on your computer? I, yeah, but I don't know why it's dinging. Oh, sorry, guys. When it happened the first time, I was like, we'll just, it's fine. We'll move on from it. But <laughs> I actually probably need to address it a little bit. Yeah, sorry, guys. You... I actually don't know where it's coming from. How annoying that it's now stopped. I know. <laughs> Hopefully we'll move on and try and... Yeah. Uh, see if it stops dinging maybe if I open my phone it will stop it but what was I saying about um yeah different op monthly optimizations so basically you can obviously with Google Ads you're telling Google what keywords you want your ads to be found for but you can also with that tell Google what ads keywords you don't want your ads to show up for because like I say you've obviously got the three types of keywords and you're always going to show up you know for different types of words so you have your keywords and then you have in google ads something called search terms so basically what that is is 
that's all the types of keywords that people have searched where your ad has shown up. Um, so with that, you can then go through that kind of list and mark ones as negatives. So for example, if um, you was using the keyword SEO courses, but then you saw in the search term something about marketing agency, you can tick that to say, I don't want my ad to show up for this. Okay. Um, because that what sense. that means is you're limiting your wasted spend because it could be that like five people have clicked to that and it's cost you £10. So by telling Google you don't want to show up for it means that you're not going to waste budget on irrelevant keywords. Um, okay. So it is a little bit of trial and error initially to be like, oh, that hasn't really landed or gone into the right places I thought it was going to. So I need to basically yeah, make exactly. adaptions to it. Exactly that. And it is that thing of, I guess, um, Google ads actually take, so they recommend, I guess, because it is that thing sometimes like it's a, can be a lot of money, Google ads, and it is that thing of like, it's not working. Um, Google ads initially take minimum two weeks to actually finish their learning phase of figuring out what your ads are. Um, and then it can a further four to six weeks before you really start seeing like solid true results um so that's something to bear in mind i guess of like don't expect results overnight a bit like seo but yeah. obviously you can do things to speed up the process so by telling google what keywords you don't want to show up for is going to help it with learning what you don't want to be found for um you know doing stuff like that is going to um yeah support that kind of process of speeding up, up the learning phases of google but my recommendations are always to you know at least run it for four weeks before even making a decision or making any like big changes so for example if you're like thinking oh my god i've got this ad running for four weeks but i don't feel like it's working wait four weeks before you start making changes to the ad completely because it could be that just Google hasn't figured out the learning phase of it yet. Right, um, okay, that makes sense. So I feel like I haven't answered your question at all. <laughs> no, it's fine because that was also super useful to know as well. <laughs> um, but, and actually it kind of did. So what I wanted to know is like, how do you know if it's working? And yeah. where do you find that data to know? So obviously, yeah, I get it, but you need to look and find out what searches are you showing up for where you're like, that's actually not really relevant. Um, that makes yeah. sense. Is there anywhere else that you can look? Yeah, so when you kind of like set up your campaigns and stuff. Um... <laughs> I swear, it's just every time we think it's stopped. <laughs> scrambling on her phone so I can see her on the camera like she's like oh my god why is this happening? I have no idea why it keeps doing it I'm so confused <laughs> um, um yeah anyway so yeah what what where else do we need to be looking to see like okay so I guess as an example what what would you do if the forecast told you it was going to cost x amount and it was going to convert to like this sort of amount but it doesn't so I guess that's where you would just maybe possibly have to tweak things. So some like with your ads, like I say, you need to tell Google what keywords you don't want to show up for. And also like you can pause keywords and stuff. So 
I recommend having no more than three keywords per ad group because the more specific you can make it to a keyword, the better you're going to show up. You can actually add up to 30, but again, that's you know a lot for one ad to try and relate to, yeah. for example. Um, so as you're looking through things, like you can see what keywords people are searching for. So it might be that you need to add new keywords. You might need to pause keywords that like aren't getting the right results. And the kind of metrics you want to look at is kind of what, well, my most looked at metric, I guess I would look at is um, click-through rate. So I think the industry standard is three to five, uh, 3%, I believe it is. So yeah. if you've got anything above 3%, your, your you know, ad is winning, I guess. So obviously you need to look at conversions. So if you're getting conversions, you know that you've made that sale or that inquiry or whatever that is that you've got as your goal. Um, otherwise, I would start to look at click-through rates. And then if after four weeks, I could see that I had a really strong click-through rate of 10% but I wasn't getting the conversions I would maybe then look at the landing page of is it the website that's not then converting because at the end of the day if your ad is getting people to the site that's the ad's job the ad is about getting people to the website the website is the thing that needs to convert so in my eyes and my argument all the time is if I've created an ad and I've got people to that website I, the ad has done its job the ad is working yeah. if you know if I'm seeing loads of impressions but no clicks the ad isn't working I need to change the ad copy or choose different keywords because you know people are seeing it but not clicking on it because it's not relating to them but if you're getting you know good clicks and a high click-through rate then but not getting conversions I would say that it's possibly you know, looking at the landing page on, is there a call to action at the top? Is it that the page speed is too slow? Um, factors like that. Yeah, that's what I was, so this is one thing that I think is actually really important to consider across the board with like any kind of marketing you're doing towards where you're driving traffic to your website, whether it's SEO, whether it's Facebook ads, Google ads, yeah. or even like just general social media. Yeah. You're, expecting to send traffic to your website and make the sales through your website or the bookings or whatever it is you must have an opt your page has to be optimized for sales yeah. if you're sending them to like your home page and um, well, like you said earlier like it's not relevant um but i think that's often something people overlook i think they can just pay for ads and make money and while i think it gives you a head start and it puts you in front of the right people and it's easier in some ways because well, showing up at the top of a Google search for the right kind of search is like a super, when we, you know, we talked about buyer intent in our keyword research episode, like there's super, super intentional searches if you're looking for the right keywords, but still, if they land on your website and it's just an absolute pile of crap, <laughs> doesn't promote properly what it is they're looking for and, you know, kind of get them over the edge, I guess, to buy, um, it's not, it's not going to work, is it? So I guess that, that I, I suppose, yeah, the, really my takeaway from this has been that if I'm getting the clicks, but I'm still not getting the sales, I'm not promoting the right page or I'm not aligned the keywords with what I'm promoting or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And it could even be the smallest of thing. Like, I don't know if you've used, it could just be that ad copy needs to relate to the, the content on the landing page. So 
sometimes just the smallest tweak of like, I don't know, if you've got like your ad copy saying, train with us today for this amount. I don't know, like say you've got a really cheesy deal going on, um, but then they land on the page and it doesn't say that at the top. It might be that they click off because that's what they're looking for is that key part of the ad. So again, it's trying to like, when I create ad copy, I try to use a lot of the stuff from the landing page that I'm sending people to, because if the landing page says, um, I don't know, you're going to learn from X to Y, the ad copy should say that as well, because then it's going to relate to them. They're going to see that on the ad copy. They're going to go to the landing page straight away and see it as well. So it's re-alliterating what they've clicked on. It's, you know, re-instilling. That's why they've clicked, that it resonates with them as such. So it is about making everything really specific and making sure that that, I guess, journey flows in terms of, you know, you've got your keyword, your ads relate to that keyword, but then your ads also relate to your landing page. Cool. Okay. I think that makes a lot of sense. I definitely feel like, so I think it's one of those things because I'm, because we do SEO, I always felt a little bit like Google ads is not that different, but because I have not done ads before, it seemed very intimidating, but actually what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And I think even from someone without an SEO background, it actually sounds very logical. I actually think in a lot of ways, it's probably a hell of a lot easier than SEO because Google want you to spend the money with them on ads. So they're going to help you. And the goal is they want to make you money because if they make you money, they'll carry on making money out of you off the back of that. Yeah, exactly. um, so I guess it's a bit like anything like that where I'll scratch, what is it? You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours type of arrangement with yeah. Google. Whereas SEO is like a begging Google <laughs> to, to rank exactly. you. Um, and having to jump through hoops google ads is like that oh yeah if you just pay us we'll help you it's super super yeah. easy um but yeah that makes a lot a lot of sense so thank you amy i feel like i learned a lot about google ads with this yeah, <laughs> a lot of stuff i had no idea there was the different types of keywords for the campaigns i know it is like a it's it is a very big topic and we haven't even covered everything but they're like the bare basics to you know what you should do in terms of like if you was to go tomorrow and set your campaign up they would be the things that you would like need to to look at and do as such i think that we so amy and i've been talking about um other types of um episodes that we want to do and we really want to cover off things like lead magnets and sales funnels and all that kind of stuff and so i definitely think we should revisit google ads in maybe a more practical episode where we can maybe talk about like the process of running a Google ad through to like the lead magnet and the sales funnel and that kind of thing. Because I think sometimes with content like this, where you consume it and you don't have a purpose of what you're using it for yet, you can be lost on some stuff. Whereas I think having an episode for you guys where we run you through the ad, the sales page, all of that kind of stuff, you can then go and just directly apply that to whatever it is that you're promoting. So I think that could be really, really helpful. But if you guys want that, let us know, please, because we have a million ideas. Um, We do actually have a document somewhere with loads of ideas. We haven't, (laughs) we just thinking about it. And I'm like, every time we come to film, we're like, what are we going to talk about? When actually we've got this document full of stuff we're meant to be talking about. Um, But yeah, so if you guys would like, more on that if there's any questions that you have about google ads reach out to amy on socials and i'm sure she'll be more than happy to give you some pointers or point you in the right direction um or work with you yeah that's always an option as well always an option 
Yeah, so obviously anything you need. Sorry, I was going to say not to plug, but, you know, I do know that um, ads are very complicated and I do have clients where I've just gone in and reviewed their current ads as well. So it is something that I support on, you know, kind of guiding someone or doing it for you. Um, So do you also do like, let's say someone was like, I want to do ads, but... I don't know what I need to do. Do you do things like strategy? So you'll say to someone like, here's exactly what you need to do for your ads and that kind of thing as well. Do you offer that kind of support too? Yeah, exactly that. So strategies, audits, um, just setting it up and then leaving you to run it or doing the whole managing of it for you. Cool. Okay, well, I think that sounds good. So obviously, guys, if you are unsure, definitely, definitely hit Amy up for that. Don't just drop in her DMs and ask her to give you free advice. (laughs) because I did I did kind of line you up to that a little bit and Amy and I were always always happy to do free advice as well but not as much (laughs) yeah yeah free advice if it's like one question that we can answer in like under a paragraph but anything more than that guys probably needs to be a consultation um but yeah okay uh well thank you very much Amy for letting me quiz you about Google Ads um guys I really hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode obviously we've covered off if you've got any questions send them to Amy don't bother asking me because I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to Google Ads um all links for anything that Amy has mentioned so I think we've got like Google Keyword Planner and a few other bits we'll have in the show notes below um and yeah hope you join us for the next episode which will be so we're by I don't know if we've really talked about this but we're bi-weekly guys so yeah. you won't is it bi-weekly yes it is bi-weekly. it is bi-weekly that's how you say when it's every yeah. other week <laughs> yeah so we're bi-weekly so uh, we're not weekly episodes we're every other week so check back week after next and we'll be here with another episode